Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast. Uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Benny Trumps, are we ready? You love a grey hoodie, don't you? Do you like a grey hoodie? I was really rude to someone. Not rude. They were rude to me, so I was rude back. Who? Downstairs when I went to go and get you that bottle of water. Oh, why? Like your PA. You're I did offer, I know. <laughs> I held the door open, guy arriving for work, and he just walked through and didn't acknowledge me, so I just went, thank you. And he turned around and actually looked quite upset that he hadn't said thank you. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry, it's just early. And I went, it's never too early for manners. Is that what you said? Mm. Uh, and as I walked away, I thought, that was a real dick move. <laughs> oh, as if you just said that it's to someone. Monday morning at ten past eight. You love a bit of confrontation. No, not normally. I'm never normally that bullsy, but I was bigger than him, so it was fine. Okay. Are we ready? Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is a hand wash an acceptable substitute for shampoo? Oh. And how many chalky biscuits can I eat before I hate myself? <laughs> Again, these are such fascinating insights oh, into Ben's don't. life. I have had so much chocolate this weekend. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual like any ants. Are we William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more F&M, you're more B&M. Very good. And that's from Jen. We've never thought that before. Have we not? I don't know. It has, an, it has the ring of familiarity Fort to Masons. it. And what does B&M stand for? It's B&M bargains, isn't it? Yeah, but what does the B&M? Very good question. What does B&M bargains stand for? Brenda and Matthew? I don't know. I've not been for ages. Benny and... Michael. Oh, Bert and Mary. Bert and Mary. Yes. There, you go. there we go. They leave Cherry Tree Lane and run off and st- start a discount store. Hey, That's what they do. Don't knock it. You get some absolute bargains in B&M. No, B&M well, I'm going to visit it now. There's I know B&M it's... and there's home bargains. 
Yes. Oh, I used to get all sorts. You get like 20 pot noodles for six quid. Used to go all the time. Isn't that how much a pot noodle costs anyway? I mean, Wendy goes for all the the cleaning bits. Right. Nice. They're all Wilco. Okay, good. Um, Shall we have a G&D? Yes, let's do it. Do you want to pour the gin? Okay, why not? And I would would like to toast... Oh! I would like to toast... Actually, well, that's very apt, actually, that noise. I'd like to toast Reese and his friends in New Zealand who were at some uh, LGBT, whatever the letters are, uh, event in... New Zealand, at, which is mine. Oh. Sorry. And we had this on our weekend release, and uh, they started this call and response of Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler, and lots of homosexuals and the queer community in New Zealand all called it back. So, well done, Reese. Ship the bed, mm. right? Yes. Um, the impression of Vicky, my mum's friend, who yes. I grew up with, who actually came out of my house. Who actually said... Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? Yeah. Her... Husband DM me on Instagram this oh. week, but did it contain his well, solicitor's details? That's what I thought. So it took me ages to open the DM. Yeah, I was like, oh god, he's had the impression. Oh god, he's coming off a right. So I opened it, and mm. it wasn't actually. It was a reply to a picture. I put a picture of me and my uh, little brother up when we were kids, and he was like, "That's how I remember you." And then I was like, "Who's this guy?" And then it was Vicky's of a heart. Oh right, okay. So he hasn't. In, my dad was in the army way. So he hasn't heard it yet. No. <laughs> but we do have his contact details. <laughs> so, yeah. When the, oh, God. I don't even know if my mum's heard it yet. <laughs> well, I, your mum has nothing to be worried about. So it's not really a, no a, a joke about her. No. Yeah. Of course anyway, not. he got in touch and we were chatting. And I was thinking, oh, God. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. So you've been unwell, which is why we're recording this on a Monday. Yes. Now, usually we record on a Friday, but I text the group at so 8 o'clock on Friday. A plaintive text came in. What, uh, what does that mean? Just, a, you know, slightly pathetic. Oh, guys. No, I, so I'd been... Lying up, on your deathbed. I'd been up all night with a fever. So <laughs> Lucky I, fever. I... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so it was one of those where when I woke up, the bed was just covered in sweat. I'd sweat the bed. God, you said sweat. <laughs> so I was like in a big hoodie. Then I'm hot. I had a big fever and I think it's my tonsils playing up again. Mm. But I don't want any more antibiotics because I'm worried that you... Because I had them again recently for the tonsils. Basically, I need my tonsils taken out, but I can't take We could them. do that for a bonus. But you need a... <laughs> Get me those scissors. But you, they don't really take them out anymore. But mine are bad, and you need about two or three weeks off. Mm. And I'm also worried that they slightly change your voice, which my well, voice could... is everything <laughs> to me. <laughs> That's all you've got. I'm like Adele. <laughs> <laughs> my voice, so I'm like, keep putting it off, and I just, I need to... How yeah. do you think you'd sound? Hello, and welcome <laughs> to Help by Sex to My Boss, yippee! So, you've turned into my brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried, so... I was really ill over the weekend. I'm in bed all day for I hate being ill as well. I was well, mad I don't, busy. I, don't think I had most a voiceover people... to do for Go Hard, Go Home. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I had all sorts to do on Friday. So I was in bed and I was really looking forward to a drink on Friday as well. Cause I don't... Oh, yeah, you shouldn't drink. Not yeah, when you're ill. No, so, I, uh, so Friday, Saturday, I'm in bed all day. And then yesterday, Sunday... So I had to feel better, and I thought, right, I'm going to make some Yorkshire puddings, which, if you see my Instagram story, didn't go to plan. Right, well, by the time this episode goes out, your Instagram stories will have gone. But, yeah, so I was really ill. 
Yeah, I just I hate being out. Well, so we're recording it on a on a Monday. So yeah, I was I had a whole day on Friday planned, and that was to I was going to come in early. Ben was going to finally give me the key to the post room, and I was going to do sit and do some correspondence because I'm aware there's a there's a big pile. There is a big pile of letters. Yeah, and I I will get back to you at some point. But you can firstly blame Ben because he lost the key. Then Jordan was ill, so blame Jordan. So it's just not my fault. It never is. So I didn't come in to do the correspondence. Didn't come in to write record the episode. So I had an entire day free. So I went to the gym. I had a lovely day. Did you? Uh, you were on death's door, but I had a very nice oh, day. God. Did a bit of work in a cafe. I wish I weren't as busy like Went you. to the gym. <laughs> Loved to have a... Had lunch with my our friend Chelsea. Yeah. That was nice. So, so Friday, like, everyone thinks, because I'm not on the radio, everyone thinks Friday's my, my day off and I just go and get a facial or go to the gym or something. <laughs> And carry on. <laughs> but Friday's my day where mm. where I push everything to Friday. So Friday's usually mad for me. I've got to be in like three different places at once. Gosh. How so, do you live? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So Friday's probably my busiest day of the week. Well, you had it off this week. So I had it off. I was in bed. But now it it means this will poor me, but it means this week's manic. Mm. Hence why we're doing the podcast recording at eight o'clock in the morning. Well, that's fine. On Monday. Although neither you or Ben are morning people. Mm. So I'm, well, a, I'm a morning person. Yeah, you're just... I walked into the studio and said to Ben, I went, hello. Uh, that is mm. not fair. It you is. Took the piss out of because me. you're so jolly. It's just like, let us wake up. Yeah, but I'm a we morning get person. It. You get it. You've been up since five If we ever record you... this podcast at 10 o'clock at night, then you'll, you'll have what I have. Yeah, you get it. You get up and send 20 emails at five o'clock. Sorry, I'd morning. like to take back that Ben was m- moody. He was not moody. I could just tell it was early. Mm. He's looking a bit. Oh no! Don't cry. Don't. Cry. So yeah, uh, I've, just, I've had quite a week of it. If I'm honest, I'm just glad it's behind. Did you hear a swore on air? Yes, I did hear that. Lots of people sent it to me. Mm. It's like, well, hello. I mean, have you heard the podcast? He swears every five minutes. Yeah, I can, <laughs> so I can. I swear on podcasts, but and, and people always say to me, how, "How do you not swear on the radio?" And I go, "It's just you just." It's like going round to your grandma's. grandma's. That's you never what swear you've got to think. Grandma. Yeah. But I was trying to say fitted sheets. Yes. And I've got my new braces in, mm. and I said fitted shits. Yes. Now, there is, um, what you've got to do is if you swear or a caller swears on air... You have to apologise. You have to apologise straight away. That's when you get in trouble, if you don't mm. apologise. So I apologise, but yeah, I just had had the week of it. Had the mm. week of it. Couldn't, my Yorkshires didn't work. I said one no. last time I was going to try and make my Yorkshire puddings. No. Forgive me if you've heard me going on about this for, for ages, but... I said last year I'm giving up on making Yorkshire puddings. It stresses me out. I can't make them. So then somebody sent me a letter to Radio 1 saying this is a foolproof recipe and they were still failed. But did the recipe call for olive oil or oil? Because you put oil. Yeah, I have told you so many times. Beef dripping. I don't know what beef dripping is. You go to your local supermarket and in the sort of around the butter stock margarine area will be beef dripping. And you buy it. It's about this big from... There's only one supermarket I go to. Beef dripping? Yes. Or you, you collect like it on, Oh, it's disgusting. Cow Let's not, semen or somewhere. Well, and it is white. But it's, oh. it's the fat that drips off the, the meat as it roasts. And supermarkets will sell that. Or you can make your own at home, collect your own at home. But who can be bothered? And then you pop that in. Mm. And right. you have to get it piping hot. I will come round to mine or I will come round to yours, uh, yours and I will teach you. I, I, I'm, I'm not doing it again. I've given up on them. So I've had, I've had a, yeah. I'm just, I'm ready for a, a good, positive week. Don't help. I FaceTimed my mum yesterday. Mm. 
And Frank the dog's not well. Oh, I'm sorry. No. How old is Frank? Don't, because I will cry. Oh, how, will. Old, how old is Frank? He's, not you as well. Ben crying, you crying. He's, he'll be coming up to 14. Oh, so he's, yeah. Okay. And he's weeing and stuff everywhere. And I'm going up in a couple of weeks. And Wendy's like, oh, so, you know, we might take him. And I'm like, I am not coming up the weekend you're taking him to the vets to be, you know. She went, yeah, because it'll be nice that you're in. I'm like, please, please. So she wants to. She's trying to talk about that, and I'm like, no. Oh, dear. That lovely dog. Don't. I he will. is a lovely dog. I I've will. never met him, but I've seen him on Zoom. Yeah. We got him when Bradley was ill, and he used to... Have you ever seen Marley and Me? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, God, but basically, the dog, when the kid's ill in Marley and Me, he stays by his side, it was like that one. So, yeah. Have I ever told you that I had our cat put down? You I had... sent one of our cats to an early grave. Why? Tuppence. Tuppence. Yes, tuppence, tuppence, the bag. Anyway, she was she's the eldest. She was the eldest cat. We used to have five cats. You had five cats. Yes, at a time, and then we had to get rid of one. When... God, I bet your house stunk. Oh no, my um, poor late. She died last year. Late great aunt Hillary used to have thirty-five. Yeah. She was like the mad cat lady. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I've got champagne. I've got cats. I can just imagine your mum answering door with like cats on her, like sham- the mad cat lady <laughs> off the Simpsons, a bottle of champagne. Hello, top hands, get off me, darling. Anyway, we went to go and visit my parents. Um, this is a couple of God. years ago, and Tuppence. She was a very elderly lady at this point, and uh, Tuppence tried to jump onto the sofa but couldn't because you know her, she, you know, all her legs and mobility had gone. Oh. And we were, and sort of we had to, and she made this awful plaintive noise, a bit like you on Friday, and. Um, <laughs> I was ill. She, yeah, no, I know. Well, so was Tuppence. And, and my parents are like, oh, bless her. And we're like, no, I, I really think like that she's really not very well. Mm. Like, I think months ago she should have had a little special trip. Mm. Um, so we left at like 10 o'clock to get our train and then by midday, mm. that was that. When they, last... they listened to our advice. When I last took Frank to vets. Yes. Because um, he was a bit on the weight and what have you. And the vet picked him up mm. and looked at him. He said, I'm going to have to put him down. I said, why? He said, he's too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even my jolly week, joke no, of the week. Well, uh, it is actually in a minute, but yeah, <laughs> not not yet. You've, you've so, peaked yeah, too early. I'm going to have a good week this week. Okay. Mm. Um, I, f- I mean, it feels like weeks ago that I was actually in this particular place, but I haven't given a proper debrief about New York. Oh, yeah. How was it? New York was wonderful. Thank you. We had a lovely time. It was nice. We've done New York many times, so we didn't sort of need to sort of do, oh, let's go and see Central Park. Let's yeah. go up the Empire State Building. We didn't need to do any of the sort of the, the stuff that you need to do on your first trip to New York. We met some lovely people. Mm-hmm. On the way over, two G&D air stewards. Really? Benjamin and Ellie. Oh, okay. Hello to them. Hello, were... Benjamin and Ellie. Did you get an upgrade? Oh, you was probably already there, weren't yeah, there you? Yeah, was nowhere left to upgrade me. Oh, <laughs> no, actually, that's not true. But... Um, <laughs> It, yeah, we were, they made us very comfortable. Did they ask after me? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, Ellie in particular. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Hi, Ellie. <laughs> oh, Jordan's just done a wink to the camera. That's disgusting on so many levels. And uh, we also met lots of Gene Divas as well on the street. It's like you, you know, when you went and you were walking along in Brooklyn did and you, people did... just randomly... No. Yep. Um, so, Shut up. That's I'll... amazing. Hello to Helen, to Max, and to Harry and Declan, who we got to know especially. They're G and Divas. Yes. Helen, so we are walking around the meatpacking district. (laughs) That's a surprise. (laughs) 
on your recommendation. Lucky and, district. Uh, and, uh, and Helen just literally sort of almost touches me on the arm in passing and just said, I'm, well, Helen, I'm not going to do your American do the accent. accent. Do the accent. Can I just say I love your podcast? You got me through lockdown. Uh-huh. Thank you. And just carried on. And I almost cried. That's So I, last year when I went to New York for the first mm. time, and it really felt like the podcast was definitely on the up. Yes. I'm, I'm, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. How, <laughs> how can we put this like nicely? Like, Gene Deaver's been with us since the start. We love you. But the podcast, like, we're just getting more and more listeners since kind of. But I knew we were on the up when someone came up to me in New York mm. and was like, oh my God, I listen to a podcast. I was like, Jesus, in New York, mm. people listen to Help by Sex and the Boss. So that's amazing. Yeah, well, our new friend Harry in New York went to Mikey, was in a loo, uh, washing his hands, and Harry went, is it Mikey? What? And Mikey, Mikey, yeah, I know, Mikey was delighted. Was he? Yeah. That's me, cock. (laughs) Aye. How can I help me? But anyway, Ben, people are still yet to go up to Ben. Not a single person. Oh, Ben actually said to me the other... the North Korea thing, not one. Ben says to me, uh, said to me the other day, he went... Someone's messaged me on Instagram. They sat next to me on the train, but they were too embarrassed to say hello to me. Just say hello to me. I want people. <laughs> I want people to to acknowledge Gee me. Gene Davis, listen. If you ever see us in public, come and say hello. We we particularly we love if it's it. Ben. Yeah, partic- I know we sound desperate now, but if you ever see us, I mean, apart from if it's William and Mikey and they're arguing on the tube that time. Oh, for God's sake! But, remember that someone wrote in. I'm going to go and say hello to William, but he was in a heated discussion with Mikey. <laughs> At the time. But yeah, um, if you ever see us, come and say hello. Definitely. Yes. So that was a highlight for the New York trip. A low light, however. Well, there are two things. One, I saw a man with, air- he was wearing AirPods or, you know, ear things. Mm-hmm. He was, I was in the bathroom. I was washing my hands, actually. That's all we did in New York, is yeah. wash our hands. Yeah. And no, what, the, how long, what were you doing? Just <laughs> hanging around in gents' <laughs> toilets? Shh. Um, like worse than George Michael, <laughs> yeah. God bless him. God bless you, George. So I'm washing my hands, and in the mirror, I, when I can sort of look back at the urinals, he is having a business call at the urinal doing his thing. That's... It's disgusting. Oh, I've done worse. He's participating in a call, talking about a spreadsheet or something, whilst having a wee at a urinal. It's worse when you're having a number two. Well, I would grant you that would be worse. Jordan, what do you think? Well, George. yeah, I think that's a really good George. idea. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'm free that Thursday. It's wor- yeah, everyone does it. No, not everyone does it. Everyone does it. Mm. So that was disgusting. Also, new bugbear. I've, I don't know whether this is a new thing oh, in God. New York or America or it happened before and I just never noticed it. Any coffee shop, hotel, restaurant, normal shop that you go into, on from every level, I'm talking sort of, you know, your Starbucks to even a, a nice five-star hotel... They all now seem to go, hello, welcome in, welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. You can't welcome me out. The word is just welcome. Oh, God, you are on one at the moment. If it's no. not bloody napkins on cutlery. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that was a whole thing on Instagram last week. But no, it's just welcome. You can't welcome out. Why are you putting the in on the end? You need to go. It's superfluous. Who's he? Welcome in. You sound like, what's her name from Monsters, Inc.? Roz. Yeah. Yeah. You do. That's how they all sound in New York. Anything else you want to get off you? Well, give it five minutes. Anything else? Can I just say as well, um, Chi and Divas, and I'm looking, 
right down the lens here. Oh. I am not married. Right, I've been reading the comments. Oh yeah, a lot of people. I didn't know. But you are wearing that ring. Is that on your marriage finger? Yes. Finger. It's. Oh, I've noticed you looking at my ring earlier. Because so loads of people. I've just got some new rings, and it it only fits on that one. So if you put it on. Yeah, there, and it's hard with costume jewellery. It's hard to get it resized. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, I've not got married. Just. But there. then why are you wearing it on that? Can I see it? It's only a. It's just a bit of costume. It only fits Ooh, on that. Is it bad it luck to wear it on that? Well, it's not bad luck, but it's obviously confused a few people. Well, I'm not married. Oh, don't bite that, you dirty get. Anyway, just to clear things up there. Okay. I feel like we've been... God, I don't think we should record on a Monday morning again. <laughs> it's not been a very bright or positive episode, this, has it? Excuse me, I've been ungrateful. Have you? Yeah. You've just bitched and whinged about America for the past five minutes. New York. Have you heard our back catalogue? <laughs> That's all I do. Sorry, Gene Divas. Right, second part's going to be... We'll be good. Never recording on a Monday morning again. <laughs> well, it's your fault. You were ill. I can't help being ill. Should we do Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Go for it. Here's the jingle. Okay. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. Okay, time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week, and then we'll go to listeners' questions. Me- After some adverts. Yeah, all right. My grandma hates a new stair lift that I got for her, <laughs> and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. What? You're funny. It's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Um, my grandma hates the new stair lift I got her. Oh, right. She says it drives her up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think you've done that one before, so well done. <laughs> Did I do? I told one this uh, last weekend that got a really, really big laugh about the old fella that goes into the doctors. Mm. And he goes, well, not all my jokes are about old people, by the way. No. Have I, I told you this one? Old fella goes, 
to the doctor's really busy. He goes right up to reception. He says, excuse me, I've got a problem with my dick. And receptionist says, sir, you've embarrassed yourself in front of everybody here. He says, no, go and sit down and come back up in five minutes later and disguise it as something else. So old fella sits down. And then he goes up to reception five minutes later. He says, excuse me, I've got a problem with my ear. And she says, all right, okay, what's up with it? He says, can't piss out of it. <laughs> and I told you that one. Yes. You see, and also, can I just—I don't want to be—I don't want to prove right when we introduce the Jolly Joke of the Week feature, however many series ago. But you would always do like two or three or four, mm. and I always would think, you know, you're going to—you're—you're you're using all your content, and you're having to repeat. Whereas actually, had you just done one per episode, you'd still have loads. William Hanson, you were right again. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. How did you get? Oh no, no, I worry that you feel offended. No, I just think I just. Not in mood for your Monday mornings, that's all. <laughs> How did you get here today in the studio? Help, we're recording on a Monday. How did I get here? Yeah. I took the Elizabeth today, line. Today? A high horse. <laughs> well done, producer Ben. Keep oh, okay. In. Ben and Jordan ganging up on William. <laughs> must have this is workplace bullying. He climbed all the way down from his ivory tower, <laughs> got on his high horse, <laughs> and came to win. Well, actually, there's a bit of a tension. We're never recording on a Monday morning again, ever. Right, it's your go, dickhead. What are you doing next? (laughs) (laughs) Are you always finding yourself impatiently waiting for the ads to finish to get to the classic sexted content you yearn for, it says here? Well... Why don't you subscribe on Apple Music or Acar so you can listen to us without the ads? You can head to, what a catchy website, plus.acast.com slash s slash sextedmyboss. What's Trips that? Trips off the tongue. What's that? That's a website you go to. It's plus.acast.com slash s slash sextedmyboss. We'll right. all remember that. Okay. Go there. Right, listeners' problems. Let's go to listeners' problems. Come oh. on. Right, are we all friends? Love you, Ben. Say love you, Jordan. Love you, Jordan. Love you, William. Love you, Jordan. Say love you, Ben. Love you, Ben. Love you, William. Thank God. Are we all friends? Yep. Make friends, make friends, never ever break friends. Why are we doing a silly handshake? Why do you do it with that? Make friends, make friends, friends never, never ever, ever break, break friends. Okay. Dear William Jordan... <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to go... Jordan just gave me the finger. Of course, it's a Monday morning. <laughs> We've just, yeah. Well... Back to Monaco all over again. We want to fucking punch in the face right now. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, that was harsh. I'm joking. Don't. I feel bad. We're friends. Dear William Jordan, EPB and Diego, my question for you is this. What is the etiquette when you're standing at a urinal oh, uh, and experience stage fright with a large queue forming behind you? Oh, God. Does one stand their ground until completion or is it the right thing to accept defeat in the quest of relieving one's bladder? Any help in this awkward situation would be greatly appreciated. Yours, Sam. Girls, you will not know the pressure of sometimes having to wear at a urinal. It's usually at the football for me. Mm. You go up, you bust in. And you, you could be mid-flow or you're about to go and it just says, no, nope, not today. <laughs> not today. And you're like, and then you feel like everybody's watching you. Sometimes you stick it out. Sometimes you've got to call it. <laughs> Get arrested for that. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to call it quits. Sam, I'd judge the situation because you could be there for five minutes. 
I don't use your eye. You don't use your eye. No. Sometimes, like, take your mind off to a dripping tap or waterfalls. That helps. Think of running water. Mm. Or sometimes just admit defeat and go back 10 minutes late when it's not as busy. Right. It's hor- it happens to the best of us, Sam. Yes, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I have no real experience to share. Have you never... <laughs> no, I, I have used them, but I have to. I have to. It has to be an absolute last resort. I would. I would rather just sit during act two of a show, desperate mm. for the loo, than use the smelly. Oh, oh no. No. Yeah. I'd rather eat fish. What the news? Are you rhino? Yeah. And that is that, and I hate fish. The, if you think about it, urinals are quite... Disgusting. Yeah, they are, actually, when you think They're about absolutely it. absolutely filthy. You're just pissing on a wall, aren't you? Okay, let's, let's... That's all it is, aren't you? Just literally pissing up a wall. Let's go to this next one, which is from Honor without a U. So she's American. Dear Jordan, William and PB, I'm a long-time listener and first-time writer. Oh. I love the podcast. Thank you for never <laughs> failing to make me laugh. Until this episode. <laughs> I... <laughs> Never recording on a Monday. Changed yeah. it for you, Honor. I'm wondering what the etiquette is when two of your friends break up. <laughs> I don't really want to punch you in the face. I no, thank to, you. Never, I would Thanks never for lay, clarifying that. I would never lay a th- finger on you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch a hair on your body. There's not enough. <laughs> I've been in this situation a few times in various friendship groups where a couple has broken up and I'm friends with both parties. For context, my friends and I are in our mid-twenties and scattered across the country, but many of us live together whilst at university. It's difficult to navigate when two friends break up, especially if no one is really at fault. But specifically, it's hard to know what to do when I'm hosting a party or drinks and want to invite both parties. Mm. Usually I tell them both that I've invited the other, but often one party won't want to come if the other is there, etc., and it just makes things all a bit tricky. How should one approach these situations and keep everyone happy? All the best, Honor. My view, very good question. You just invite both of them if you are still friends with both of them. It's up to them to sort it out. It's not up to you. You have done the right thing. You've still invited both of them rather than one over the other. Obviously, if it's a small intimate dinner, different story. You just have to have two dinners. But if it is a large sort of soiree, a bon vivant buffet, that sort of thing, then you have... You just invite both of them and just let them worry. Well, Your Honour. Um, <laughs> Our Honour. I, I agree with William there, but also in an ideal world, when you get in these 20s and 30s and you've got friends that don't like each other, does not part of you think, I'll put your differences aside just for... Mm. Unless they absolutely hate each other. I think with exes it's difficult. Oh, yeah, that's true. But that's it. I've, I've, when I used to do larger parties, I would invite people that, that their exes were there. Mm. In one instance, they were very recently broken up. And they, they came, they were fine, they were civil, there were lots of other people. If you share one circle of friends, it's going to happen. So you might as well just get on with it. Yeah. Or you could have a little rotor where you invite them to one do and then the other people to the next day and explain to them both that's what you're doing to try and keep them separate but also keep both friendships alive. And if they get arsy about oh, that... I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't yeah, go Yeah, if they get far. arsy about that, then you just be like, well, no one should ever tell you to not be friends with someone. No, true. Now, obviously, look, if, you know, if, if one person was absolutely horrific to the other person, mm. you know, it's a, diff- it's a... Say you were Catherine... And it was Tommy Lee Rice. You should never be. Oh, Happy Valley. So, that's, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. God, it was a bit of yeah. It was good. We'll chat tomorrow. 
Don't do the impression. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, no, well, I, I, Honor, I, w I would just invite both of them. I do think you are being too nice, and you can actually sometimes be too nice. Just no, I'm wrong with being too nice, Your Honor. No. Oh, you're going to do that joke again. Mm. Okay. Hopefully it'll get a laugh. <laughs> Keep hoping. This is from... Oh, God. This... <laughs> <laughs> this is from Anonymous, and we love an anonymous one. Yeah. Dear William Jordan and team, I'm an estate manager in Europe, oh. and during a meeting with the owner, I asked for a few documents, and I was informed I'd received everything by email. This is normal practice. Before opening the email, I received a second email saying, oops, not for you. I was intrigued and had to open the email. I had all the information I asked for, plus a little surprise. His girlfriend, topless. Being a gay man, I can appreciate a woman's body. However, her being younger and organically pert is not my thing. Pert. Perky. Firm. Port. Oh. Yet to go south. My issue now is, he made her aware of the mistake, she knows I know, and is more embarrassed than I am. What do I do? Why, who's emailing who pics? That's what WhatsApp's for. Do some of it. <laughs> Why would you email topless pics? It's a bit odd putting it on an email, I'll what be honest. What is it, the early 2000s? What yes. Why don't, you, why don't you fax me something? Uh, do I say I deleted the email and read the newest scent, or admit I've seen the firm titties? tell he's gay and say nice I know her very well but I don't wish to embarrass her further or lose my job what shall I do kindest regards anonymous never talk about it yeah never bring it up notice. unless she brings it up yeah unless the firm lady brings it up then be firm and hold your ground and yeah don't don't bring it up don't worry you're overthinking it I think a you bit. either yeah. do one of two things you either if she says did you see a particular picture in the attachment you go yes I did but don't worry I've deleted it and you mm. just move on mm -hmm. and you be honesty is the best policy mm -hmm. rather than yes I did or anything like that don't do that what is it an Harry Enfield <laughs> sketch I don't know what yeah. I don't know what you say um, or you say no what uh, oh yeah I know there was an email that was sent to me I just deleted that and read the next one yeah, but just that say takes it was... a lot of acting yeah just say oops it wasn't for me yeah. I would uh, genuinely I know people probably eye rolling it if because I the if someone said please don't open that I probably wouldn't. Oh, that's very that's I very honest of you. I, I wouldn't. But I suspect you would. No, 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 I wouldn't. If my boss, yeah, if my boss said to me, I've sent you something, but don't open it. I'd be like, I wouldn't want to. No, but it's the don't press the button thing, isn't it? No, I wouldn't. Don't press that I, button. I genuinely don't think I could, or I would. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, would, would I? What? Open if I sent you an email saying don't open, would you open? And said please don't. Or, and yeah, but then I'd act. I wouldn't. If you sent me one and saying, oh my God, please, I wouldn't, would you? I would tell you I didn't, but I'd bloody open it. We'd get five minutes out of it next week, so we don't have the repetition of this week. I wouldn't. I just, because I don't like the, the cringiness. It, yeah. This one is from Emily. Brackets, William's biggest fan. Oh. Hopefully my, this, she means me and not Prince William or someone else. Oh, she means you. Hello, you beautiful men. I was hoping to receive some advice regarding the etiquette of farting in bed. When with your partner. No. Is it better to fart under the covers where the smell is trapped but then your partner is in a cocoon of your fart or is it better to flip the cover back and fart out of the sheets even if it gives the fart the freedom to reach your partner's nostrils? I asked my partner which he would prefer and he said he didn't know how to answer so I thought I would ask you what the etiquette is. Many thanks. Emily, William's biggest fan. 
So... Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is, again, a bit like we're in urinal gate here. I don't quite know how to answer this. Because... You, you are aware of the concept of a Dutch oven? Yes, we have talked at great length before about Dutch ovens. Um, Emily? Now, I probably would have said, had we started this, at the start of this podcast many years ago, that it's fine to fart in bed. However, I would say <laughs> it's probably best if you got out of bed and went to the toilet and did your little trump there. I would recommend that wholeheartedly. Unless you're on your own, fart in bed, crack on, shit away, trump that trump, just get it. But if I don't think your partner would appreciate you farting in bed. I don't think anyone would appreciate that, whether I mean, it's your partner or someone you have a more fleeting relationship and with. And before people say, oh, you've changed, you're not a normal anymore, in my 20s, I would have happily have farted in bed. Yeah. But now, don't... Just try not to fart in bed, Emily. That's my... Do you think that's good advice? I, th I think that's excellent advice. Yeah? I do actually agree with you. Who yeah. knew that you and I would agree on farting? I know. Years ago, I would have been like, fart in bed, you know, carry on, fart away, but... Mm. Let's do one more. This final one is from Paula. Help, I'm scarred for life. Hello, William, Jordan, and producer Ben. I'm going to introduce you to something called iglooing and change your life forever. Oh, God, what are we... Right, is this going to be somewhat rude? Back in 2018, my husband expressed a desire to connect with some American expats here in Croatia. I'm Croatian, my husband is American, and he was going through a very homesick period of his life. On Facebook, we found a group of about a dozen people from the States who met weekly for drinks and various other activities. My husband fit, fitted right into the group and found it very helpful to be amongst people who made him feel at home. A year into meeting them all, two guys who shared an apartment, let's call them Ryan and Alex, decided to host a Thanksgiving dinner. We agreed that each of us would prepare and or bring something. My husband, our friend Marissa, and I were put in charge of the bird and dessert. We arrived at Ryan and Alex's apartment at 8am to get everything ready. Jesus, that's early for a dinner. My husband was preparing a brine for the bird while Marissa... Is that a fish? No, um, it's like a, like a juicy stock thing. Oh, okay. Marinade type Gravy. thing. Ish. While Marissa and I started moving the frozen goods in the freezer drawer around to make room for a dessert that needed to be chilled. It was then that Marissa pulled out a particular Ziploc with what looked like four sausages inside. My husband picked up the bag with a look of disgust and asked, are these condoms? He then took a closer look and threw the bag away like it was the devil itself while gagging and gasping for air. There in the Ziploc were four perfectly straight frozen logs of shit in neatly tied condoms. Not on a Monday. <laughs> Jeez, just give me a second. <laughs> Can we not have a nice question about pina colada glasses again or something? Gee, let me have a drink of water. I feel a bit ill. We stared at each other wait, and... Wait, 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 wait. Fucking Nora. No, it's from Paula. <laughs> we stared at each other in shock while my husband was still gagging on the balcony behind us. Just hold up. We've all been there. Just hold up. Are you telling me there was... Well, I'm going to continue with the letter, but... Frozen shit in the freezer... In, in a condom. In a prophylactic, yes. 
Is this med up? It all goes on in Croatia. <laughs> Fucking hell, fire, Grandad. When Ryan came home, we showed him the bag and he just rolled his eyes and walked into Alex's room. The fact that he wasn't shocked at our discovery shocked us even more for a few minutes until Alex emerged from his bedroom, looking all kinds of embarrassed and explained that the logs actually belonged to him. Needless to say, it was the most awkward Thanksgiving dinner ever and it wasn't until everyone had a few drinks that evening that we finally got an explanation. Apparently, Alex is into something called iglooing. Which, for all you fellow clueless souls, means that he likes to freeze his poo in condoms and then use it like a dildo. Jesus fucking Christ on a bike. Mary, Joseph and the baby Jesus. My I mean, I know... Th- life. Is that even legal? I mean, I know the cost of living crisis affects people in different ways, but surely it was just easier to buy a dildo. He uses his own poo to shag his ass. Yeah. Can I just say to anyone that knows me listening to this, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I've got meetings and all sorts today. I've, I've got t- I've too much going on right now to deal with this shit. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just can't, William. I just. I just can't. Give me the guy that was shagging the watermelon three, four series ago. What? What? What's that? Looks like a Beatrix Potter now. What's 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 the advice they want? Um, pretend not to know. I just don't I know. Am, what? What? How the end? Come on. Well, I'm leaving you now to process that image, Paula. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. My advice is for anyone that's into that. If you've got people coming round, yes. make sure you take it out the freezer. Have a backup freezer. In your room. Or put a padlock on. Oh, I've gone a bit Happy Valley now, but you could put a little padlock on the freezer. Look, and before we get accused of kink shaming... It's absolutely fine. It's it's fine. We're not... It's, but it's just, disgusting, it's, it's but a it's lot, fine. It's a lot for us to process, so please don't accuse us of kink shaming, each to their own. Yeah. But it was just a lot to take in at the time of recording. In a food preparation area. On a, on a Monday morning. It's a lot <laughs> What's I genuinely, genuinely think that is the worst. Like, nothing will top that. Nothing can, like, that's going to be for years to come if we're still doing this podcast. Not after this week. <laughs> I've gone, like, I, I can't describe. That's proper freak me out, that. You know when we come round for dinner in a few weeks? There will not be shit. <laughs> can I look in your freezer? You can have a, I promise you. Qu- <laughs> Come round to dinner, just don't look at shoebox under bed, but you can look in freezer because I, I promise you there will not be frozen shit in my freezer. Well, it's good to know. That's absolutely just... And maybe I've lived a sheltered life. How does he get it out of the toilet into the... Com- I don't know! Oh, God. Oh, God. I've just got an image. He poos it straight into the condom. <laughs> I don't know. He poos it into the condom. He does. Okay, can we not talk William, about William, he poos it into the condom. And then he ties it up and puts it in the freezer. And he... He does. He poos it into the condom and I'm crying. Because there's people in the world that do this. And it's... And I'm not kink-shaming. It's just... Go get yourself a watermelon. That would be better. It's absolutely... 
Well, it says here, um, later on in the week, Jordan, we've got big news. If we haven't uh, been cancelled or fallen out even further. Yeah, big news. Next week, William and I are going to try igloo-ing. <laughs> Jordan! Uh... <laughs> You're disgusting to me. <laughs> no, let's be serious for a minute, because this is exciting. Stay tuned later this week, G and Divas. Yeah, later this week we have big news. We have been working on something since late last year, early this year, and we've got some exciting news. Yes, so make sure you follow the podcast with your notifications turned on because a special episode could be dropping at any minute. So just, yeah, make sure you're listening. Uh, Remember... I, just, I, I feel I, the previous letter's taken the wind out of I that just, particular announcement. I, I just can't. I just can't. Uh, remember, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday, watch us on YouTube on Mondays, and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextomyboss.com. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextomyboss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. That's put me right off the ready break. <laughs> See you for a special app. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.